today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Stephen Harper, former prime minister, has offered his assessment of uh, the state of the NAFTA negotiations, of course, uh, earlier on yesterday. Uh, also, uh, Justin Trudeau saying uh, or alluding to that this might be a tougher haul than uh, than what everybody had thought it would be. Uh, uh, Andrea Bjorklund is with us, professor faculty of law, at McGill University. Uh, Andrea, let me ask you this. Is Harper conceding NAFTA would be a much harder sell now period than it was way back when? Would that be accurate? Well, he's certainly suggesting that. And, uh, you know, I, I can't. I can't say that he's wrong, although we should remember that NAFTA was a pretty hard sell back in the early 90s uh, that the Clinton, President Clinton had to go back to renegotiate the environment and labor site agreements to sell it to the U.S. Congress and the Mexican government. And I think the Canadian government was skeptical as well. So uh, why why would it be more difficult now? Uh, Has it worked for us? Yeah. Well, I mean, the first thing about whether it's more difficult now is I do think the center, at least in the United States, has shrunk. The center is where the consensus about the benefits of free trade, I think, has been the strongest. And if you've got a a larger democratic group really opposed to free trade because of uh, effects on labor and a larger uh, conservative right-wing group opposed to free trade, possibly because of effects on labor, possibly because of nationalistic tendencies, it means that the pathway has become uh, more narrow. Does that mean that it worked or didn't work or hasn't or hasn't worked? What it means is it's worked for some people. It hasn't worked for others. And certainly the United States and I think to some extent Canada and Mexico, too, have not been great about trade adjustment assistance, about affecting those who are dislocated. So... Free trade is great in the aggregate, but it has a deleterious effect on certain people more than others, and governments have not wanted to put money or resources into addressing the left those left behind. Whose responsibility is that? Is it governments or the companies that are taking advantage of this? Hmm. Well, I think it's it's both. Ideally, you would have some kind of partnership. You know, the company's responsible for taxes. Uh, I don't think any of the three governments want to go to a, I guess, a French or an Italian model that says companies have to employ people for life. Um, but if they don't want to do that, I think it is the government's responsibility to step in to uh, facilitate change and transition for those who have to look for new jobs. How do you do that in a global economy, especially if there isn't trade deals to link you all? Uh, you, you know, you you keep uh, continually readjusting. You uh, don't stop assistance in a year or two. Um, you look for new opportunities uh, to uh, bring in, you know, high-level manufacturing uh, and new training opportunities for services in those areas where the countries have a comparative advantage. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.